in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome back to In the Cabbage. It's your boy, Tommy Swain. To my right or your left, Andrew Witt. What is up, fam? It feels good to say those words again. It is. It is, it is back and better than ever. This could possibly be the first YouTube video, too. <laughs> Very well could be. We we're not going to talk too much about the camera. Let's I mean, say, it's let's a say world. Incident, it's know? a world. We have a very old, like, very nice... Nikon we're trying to set up for this podcast right now. Yeah, and you've done a great job of getting the SD cards, getting the camera, getting the batteries for all that stuff. We're trying. But now we made it to the video settings. And let me tell you, it's like reading Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it could it could be worse than that because at least Chinese I can like Oh, I thought you were gonna say how dumb we were. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> at least with Chinese I can use like uh, you know, a translator. This right. Nikon setting thing, I can't find settings anywhere to yeah. help us. So we gave up on that. We're going technology, iPhone, first video, YouTube. Feels great to be back. It sure does. We, and, uh, you know, we got a little iPhone 15 action doing the recording. So, I you mean, know, it's, we're, we're up to date. Christmas was good. Christmas, Christmas, was, Christmas treated, was great for us. Was that the highlight present of the... Yeah, and it's it's that or the 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 pans. You know the hex clad pans. Hex clad pans. Yeah, those were up. those are elite, dude. I, I love them. They get ripping hot. Yeah, they do get really hot. Fast. And you have a gas stove too, right? Yeah. Yeah, my electric stove still takes a minute. Okay, gotcha. It even says to not even go above medium to medium high heat on your burners. Do you feel that on yours? Yeah, I do, but I'd still blast it on high anyway when I'm trying to sear something. Yeah, you got a limit, lifetime warranty on these bad boys. I'll send them back. Mm -hmm. They're banking on you being lazy to not send those things back. <laughs> and I'm going to persevere. And I am not going to not do it. Every time I will snap a warranty and I save a date on my phone. Yep. <laughs> do you really put yeah. a calendar like... <laughs> if I really want like a new like Xbox controller or something... And it's like, like a two-year oh, warranty? Yeah, but most of the time they break by then anyways. Yeah. Truly, Xbox controllers break after like a good hour use on joysticks. Well, that or you're just, you know, raging and throwing a controller against the wall? No, no. <laughs> I don't do that. That no, used to drive me crazy. That's not you. Watching kids smash controllers was just never my vibe. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was up that alley. I would dance around over there, but it was, I, I was never like full board. Squeeze. Yeah, the squeeze for me was squeeze big. and bend in half. I think I've a lot. <laughs> have you snapped a controller no. before? Yeah, I wanted to. I've never done it before. No, I've, I've thrown a controller just like casually once, and I've, I felt bad afterwards. I've, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. I've done that too. I try to throw it on things, like I toss them mm -hmm. like onto a bed, make it kind a of couch. a joke kind of thing. I'm like, there get you the go. hell on out of here. Not my new controller. Now that thing doesn't. That thing rips, bro. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere besides I just dropped it the first time yesterday. Oh, no. And you would have thought I've been shot in the leg. 
<laughs> you saw me drop my phone outside yeah, that's of the terrifying. car. That was the first time, and thank God it was only like a one and a half foot drop. Like, oh no! <laughs> the sheer panic. Though when iPhones drop, it's like I dropped a baby or something. Yeah, at least you have a case on it. People who walk around totally. with a no case just have a, a sense of anxiety levels. I'm not willing to walk around with. Yeah, they've got unmatched ones. They they don't feel anxiety or stress. They don't worry about that. They don't see any negative outcome. I just don't want to go back to the iPhone store, even if I have Apple Care. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I like get a new iPhone. It's like, yeah, you know, I just don't want to wait in line. I, I think that's go. what all insurance is kind of banking on. You You're just being too lazy. Yeah, kind of. I think there's a huge... <laughs> I, I watched... So, uh, was listening to a podcast, and there's a huge, like, conspiracy with insurances right now that's going around. Yeah. I, I can I can see that. I don't dive into conspiracies because my brain will just be like, "Yep, everything's true, <laughs> everything is awful." Don't wander in those woods because you don't. I just you don't know what you're gonna find, on. right? Just put my blinders on and I walk forward. Um, Christmas was great. I got some text class as well. Wait, you're not gonna tell me about this insurance? I didn't situation? read about it. I had to give up because I wasn't gonna do it. Mm. But I think you're right. I think most insurance isn't needed. I thought that was just the biggest cliffhanger of all time. I did. I'm going to tell you everyone. I thought you were like, oh, you know what? But this is the one conspiracy I read. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't read any of it. I got so scared. I said, I'm not doing it. And I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, that's smart. The one thing I will have to say before we move on to to Christmas and everything and recapping Mm -hmm. that is that insurance, Katie bought the tickets, right? Mm -hmm. For the golf tournament, the American Express. Very excited for that. Ooh, coming up. Um, But she bought like the wrong ones or like this off like a separate website like on Ticketmaster or something like that. And she got, I think she got like the tickets, like, you know, the insurance policy or whatever on it. But it ended up being like two tickets actually ended up being actually like $250, like way more expensive, like total. So whatever, 120. And we're like, fuck it, let's just try to get that cash back by the real ones, right. by the like appropriate day, weekend pass, whatever. And let me tell you, I was on the phone with insurance for what seemed like hours. They, yeah, they bank on you not wanting to do it or fighting for it. And I went, we went to hell and back to get this thing uh, yeah. approved. And then we finally did. We won that battle. So I feel very confident. Yeah, you pay the money. You're like, okay, what's the point of me paying the money if it's not going to be paid off? Exactly. Yet? Every time, insurance is so quick to collect your money with no ifs, ands, or buts. Nope, none whatsoever. They're, they do it on time. It comes out of your account. You have no say in the matter. You're like, you know, I didn't use it this month. I want a discount. I haven't used it for the last four years. Let's just call it car insurance, home insurance, you should whatever. Minim- minimize my payment. That, or when I actually something happens... You better come to the rescue for Papa. I mean, I mean I'm just cashing out three hundred forty dollars, walking checks. forward, <laughs> and just I need to be fully serviced. Remember that three hundred dollars that I've been giving you every single month on the date you want it, on the time you want it. You don't even have to ask; you just take it out. Of my I gotta account. open. I gotta claim. I gotta do all this crazy shit. Come on, what are we doing here? Just give me the money, right? I'm hurting. I'm. You've made money on all of us hurting. for years. But, you know, I've just, it's, we should look into it. I don't want to. It's that on HOA companies I don't want to look into. So moving on to Christmas here. Take us away, bud. HOA companies. <laughs> my God. <laughs> I'm battling a black screen door fight right oh, now. Oh, no. I shouldn't have even mentioned that. Did I tell you that a letter came in <laughs> from our HOA? Yeah. 
And yeah, it, you did. And that it, was a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, and it mentioned like the two instances that have been going on at the HOA. It's like, hey, everyone, watch in for car break-ins. And well, my car is the only one that's been broken into three times. And the other one was, and also we're seeing strange people climb on roofs. And I yep. jumped on, jumped off my roof. You've got, they've got a vendetta for you. They really do. 100%. And now the black metal, metal door. Yeah, it's rusted and it's not. So I sent pictures to the HOA. They didn't get back to me. I'm emailing my representative. She is refusing to call me back for weeks. Finally, I call her and she answers. And um, I just feel bad for her. You know, like I really do because she has to be the middleman between me and the board. So it's and not she like doesn't want to do it. And she doesn't want to do it. And she's probably getting yelled at on the other end, being right. like, well, that's the rules. We just need to get it done that way. And she's like, well, I see their point too. So yeah, she's, she's supposed in the to middle. be our person. Now, of course, she's always going towards the board because that's who pays their check. Um, yeah. Or they'll go to a different service. But yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be this person, but like... Is it just my screen door or is it just like a community thing? She's like, no, we're checking like all like all doors. And I kind of checked. And there were some that were painted and some were not recently painted. It's like, okay. So they're going and they're checking doors. But I just set my paperwork in anyways. I'm like, my door is clearly not as rusted as my neighbors or the next door neighbors to me. So if my door is the only one being required to be painted, then I'm not paying my door. I love that for you. Yeah. Put your foot down. And they're gonna find me $150 for every month that it's not painted. If I, if that's the that, ruling, that's that, for real. If that's if the ruling does come in, I don't pay that. Door. All right. Well, no I'm, gonna, I'm gonna paint it if they ask me to because I'm not taking a hit. No, you can't take. I'm a gonna hit. go get some black spray paint. <laughs> what if you just get some of that like Flex Seal or some yeah, shit like just that? Flex Seal it, <laughs> or I'll just take it off the hinges. <laughs> Screw it. I won't have a screen door anymore. That's um, true. A little <clears> overrated, honestly. Yeah, so Christmas, other than the HOA screen door scandal, was great. Got, you know, a lot of money from family, which was needed. And yeah, that's awesome. Saved for my big end-of-the-year trip. Um, and then Hexclads, and I think... Hexclad pans are great. Hexclad pans are great. I got the full set with a little griddle thing, which is exciting. But I think the highlight for me, personally, mm -hmm. is this little chain around my neck. <laughs> That thing brings your swag factor very to the front and center. I think it just, I think it just lets people know. Yeah, <laughs> let people just, let the people know that the boss is here. I just think I need to start letting these people know. Sorry, you're gonna go and buy. A, I, it's great. I really hope this does make it up there because then people can see the gold chain in the flesh. You know what I mean? Like it on is the YouTube. Me. It, it is. We're gonna start calling you Tony. Yeah, Tony. Instead of Tommy. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> hey, look like. Tony. A, I look like a mafia boss, <laughs> and I don't hate it. <laughs> I saw you, and that was the first comment out of my mouth right after Christmas on like the twenty sixth or seventh. We were hanging out. Oh yeah. I'm like, dude, you're one. You're one big gold ring from being a, just a, a mob boss, and you got a new nickname, and you got a new identity. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> You better best believe Ryder Cup night one drinks are happening. I'm coming in with the ring and the, the power and the, and the power hands are coming out. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. You're going to let the people know. It's time to let the people know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what yet. I don't know what. Anything that's, substantial that's coming out of my mouth is going to be very meaningful. So yeah. listen up. 
<laughs> that or it's going to be awful. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun you, just hanging out with family. For sure. You know what I'm going to start doing in Christmas? Mm-hmm. And I uh, kind of did it a little bit more this year. And I have done it somewhat in the past, but not to this extent. Because I'm just going to start cooking like a meal at one of one of the houses. I am taking over cooking for my mom. You are? Year. I think it's a good idea, dude. I think it's, and it's fun. It gives you something to do. It's very rewarding. If you're like your diamond, it's a little stressful, but like pick something that's easy to do in a mass quantity. Like a turkey's tough. Yeah. Like that's, that's brutal. You know, I, you got to go like honey glazed ham that you can buy at a store. We did like a big um, prime rib. So I made a compound butter, all that stuff. I was running through that a little bit, but it, it was fun. And it was really nice. And especially for my mom, because I know she just runs around with her head cut off because it's holiday season. She's doing all of her um, her clothing parties. Right. She's trying to make her clothing sales for all of for her actual job as well. I'm taking care of aunt and uncle. That's another whole thing. So, you know, she's, she's, she's not lacking for time. Yeah, let's it's not it's not just yeah. on our hands and she's juggling it around all over the place. Like a woman doesn't sleep. Yeah. So for me to just go in there and be like, I got dinner, no stress. And she could just like not really con did all the grocery shopping. He was great. He came in really clutch for that. So my mom didn't have to worry about food, which was awesome. That boy and and it turned out great too. I just, you know, plopped it on a plate for her and she's like, this is incredible. This is the best thing ever. All I wanted was some prime rib for Christmas. Yeah, just she was hyped out on and it. She was, yeah, gassed up. Yeah, she was telling me about it. Uh, oh, really? She was hyped on it. That's super cool. And she said it was so nice for her and it was like the best, you know, one of the best experiences she could have. And I was like, yeah, like next year I need to start because, you know, next or year. Or even if it's like, two sides and like someone your mom takes care of the protein or you take care of the protein you bring two sides yeah that's so you know that's not that strenuous and it just makes everything so much easier i feel like you can spend more time with people too yeah it's gonna be um nice because we're uh you know just gotta try to help her out on the cooking aspect i won't be cooking as big of a party as you have so it's much easier for me i mean we had we had nine people okay so it wasn't crazy i think you have don't you have more though don't you have like 15? We could have some numbers up there, but it would be like I'd do a fish boil or something. That's super easy. That's yeah, great. They all like that or I'll, we'll figure it out. But um, I'm definitely going to try to make something for her. I want to make beef Borg and young. She was having pot roast at my in-laws and she was like scarfing it down. She's never <laughs> been fed before. <laughs> And I was like, God, mom, let's, uh, let me come over and let me cook for you. You mean, the, you mean the way I eat every time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just, just like, some food. what is going on? Um, but it was oh, good, cool. man. I enjoyed the break. I didn't do shit. Yeah, the it last, was. The last two weeks of December was just Papa kicking it. Yeah, it was nice, dude. We, I did, and Katie and I did a lot of the same. It was just kind of hanging out. Not doing a whole lot. Work was a little slow. Work was a little slow for you as well. I mean, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Not slow. It was a dead, dead horse. <laughs> yeah. What was, I didn't know if you just wanted to come out and say it, but I mean, it's, it's dead during the holidays. No one's, no one's, no one's closing sales. No. no one. I feel like everyone was just like, dude, I'm taking the last two weeks of this year off. That's what it felt like even more so this year, right? It felt like everyone was like, dude, I am taking a break. I think it's just because of where everyone's at with the economy and all that other shit. It's like, okay, let's get this year over with. Let me yeah. let me get my head above water because it feels like the last three years has just been 
like something happened after something happened. Maybe this next year the market might change. Like hopefully no crazy natural disasters happen. I'm banking on it, dude. No wars. What, what, what was that uh, terminology that you you told me about? It was a silent something. We're under a silent depression right now. So essentially we're under like um, a depression, like a normal one. Yeah. Um, interest rates are shitty. No one's really making money. Market's not great. People losing money in jobs. But it's not being like... Uh, talked about in the media very much like historic market crashes um extremely high interest rates yeah like really bad financials like weird financial investment i'm sure the homeless i'm sure the homeless rates are up as well yeah like it's just all really really bad right now and if you watch the news you wouldn't really know much about it it's just they just chalking it up plays maybe this is just old news but it's been going on now for a little while. A year, year and a half. Yeah, a little while. Right out of COVID, like, I mean, people were printing money in COVID. I missed that wave. I Apparently, people just got money thrown at them all COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not me. That was I. Yeah. I think I made more money than I did actually at my, at my prior job. Yeah. When I was unemployed. I was getting, I was getting some decent checks. But I mean, it wasn't like ongoing. Right. And then we had like the stipends or whatever. I kind of forget how much was in. Did you get, you got those though, right? Like 300 bucks, 600 bucks kind of thing. Yeah. I got some stipends, which was cool. And then I got, um, I was unemployed for uh, uh, three weeks. Yeah. Maybe. And then by the, you can't, by the time, like you couldn't like submit the paperwork and get paid for that. Right. No. It's just like not long enough. No. And I, and I was, uh, you know, really quickly moved between jobs, but, yeah, it's just a silent depression, and you could, I think people just kind of felt it this year. I would, felt the Christmas spirit. I was Christmassy AF this year. Yeah, I, I was too. Movies. We baked cookies. I was fully wow. invested. Baking cookies, that's another level. I've never done any baking. Yeah, Madison she makes, likes She likes baking, huh? Yeah, but what she does is like a factory. We're a cookie factory for a day. She makes a bunch of sugar cookies. She rolled out all the dough, come all herself. Wow. Um, she's doing all of that. Yeah, it's just like she does it for like our family. And oh, okay. Expect these boxes of cookies. I see. Like they like when we drop these cookies off, you think like a bomb went off in their heads. <laughs> we do frost them like crazy though. Okay. We all do different designs. We all have something to drink. Oh, that's really cool, dude. Yeah, it's like, see, I like that. It's a good tradition thing, you know. It's a cookie party, but man, you are tired. Yeah, it's a lot. At the end of it, Madison was wiped, and it's just like a full day for her. So that's always, you know, it's fun, but it's also... And you're also just, like, coming down off of just a massive sugar crash. I try not to eat any cookies while I'm making them, because, one, I don't want to lose the... uh, The experience, the hype for it? Not the experience of the hype, but the... uh, I don't want to lose the inventory. (laughs) I want to keep it rolling. Right, I got you. Like, I can't, you know, I want to keep as many cookies in the box as I can. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Also, you crash. I crash from sugar now. Big time. I'm like a bad machine. I'm like a breaking down Ford truck. I think that's just us just getting a little older, dude. I just can't process that stuff as, as easily as we want to. I could. need like fine motor, motor oil to keep the thing going. <laughs> I need a mechanic who knows what he's doing. I feel like I just need to constantly be putting good stuff in my body or I'm just not going to be able to fight through it anymore. Yeah. Well, I just used to eat pizza every day. 
Right. I know both of us did. And it if was I not even a problem. If I look at pizza now, I'm having stomach issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which so you know, here we go. Do you have any uh, resolutions actually for for 24? Or are you kind of a non-believer of all well, that? Well, I heard my boss today said a great quote. He says, "Aim more than two." Re- uh, I'm going to say revolutions, but that's not it. Resolutions. Yeah. Is a is a list. So you can only do two. Anything outside of that is a list. Okay. Just wanting. Like it. Not a goal. Like it. I said that's a good that's a good piece of advice there. Um, I'm wanting to lose more weight, which is my goal every year. But I feel yeah. like last year I left it off at a good place, mm-hmm. and I was down like twenty thirty, feeling stronger. Yeah. So let's get right back on that horse. Right. Because it got a little crazy there for holidays. And there was for, no for stopping it. There was no like me putting a break on it. So instead of me like pretending or fighting it yeah you're gonna take a couple week break and i just i just took the l and right. i said that's fine I'll, I'll lose the weight if i put any back on i don't think i put much back on um but i'm excited ate healthy at night meal prep for tomorrow here you go like nice. right back on the horse yeah um and then so lose weight and then um hmm i want to be more present I'm not going to talk about money as much because that's definitely a goal. But maybe yeah. I want to be more present this year. The years are fleeting of my full um, self. Like I can do whatever I want, when I want, how yeah. I want. My selfishness, it's about to be gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to fully soak it in this year. I've kind of noticed that a little bit as well. And I think it's mainly because I'm getting these, the whole midlife crisis thing. I I fully, I totally get, totally, totally understand. get now because I'm about to turn thirty, and it's like I'm out of my twenties, dog. That's yeah. crazy. Where did that go? Like it's nothing. Wild, wild. And I look back, and I'm like, that's so long ago. But at the same time, it felt like it was just here. So I agree with you, dude. I'm trying to be as present as I possibly can for. Maybe the struggles, that's okay too. I feel like I got to find and keep finding ways to be present and finding the good and finding the positive and cracking jokes or even if I'm just going to work, making that a little bit more enjoyable for myself, connecting with people more, you know, just trying to do, trying to live to the most. Because, I mean, it's not saying our lives are going to be over after we have kids. No, it's not that at all. But it's the absolute selfishness that you get Yes, I'm sure at some point the selfishness comes back. You can have your life back. I'm sure it gets really normal really fast. And then you just have some friends hanging out with you, mm-hmm. which is great. But for, I would say, a good 10 years, your life, maybe even 13. You're pretty locked in. You're pretty locked in. Yeah. I mean, you're locked in as a parent the whole time. But I mean, like, every day needing support and help. Like, my dad still had to get me on taking showers at 13. Like, did you take a shower yet? Like, I wasn't just taking showers. If he didn't like remind me, it'd be like three days. Damn. Four days. Really? Five days. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever go a week? Oh, yeah. You went a week, dog? I've gone a week before. That's wild. I've gone a week before. Like, but it was like in like Christmas break. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, you're just chilling and hanging out. You just got like, you know, your teenage. Funk, funk going on for yeah. six, five, six days. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't. You know, I would say a week seems aggressive, but we're just gonna stay with a week because I, I wouldn't. I would definitely say it's more than three. That's that's yeah, that's wild. 
Uh, well, I would also jump in the pool a lot. I would say that would be a bath for me. Yeah. So, like, in the summertime, I jump in and out of the pool all the time. Of course. And so, it's also a quick cool off. Chlorine kind of just, you know, cleans you right up. Like we said, now we need motor oil. Now we need our, like, baby lotion. Yeah, And our bro. showers and our baths. Do you think it's really us getting older or is it just more knowledge of how much better yeah. you feel? I think it's both for sure. Because if I did it as a kid, I bet you I'd know the difference too. Yeah. If I just ate healthy, I mean, did we, lotion. Yeah, we're eating cookies and all that, you know, drinking sugar all the time and juice. And like, we, you have a sugar crash. You just didn't feel maybe as bad as you did. Or you, or just you just do haven't now. recognized it because you haven't felt it enough. That's true. Like, you know, I remember feeling weird as a kid, like weird moments where I'm like, why am I so dizzy? Or mm. like, what's going on? Looking back, it's like I'm fully dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had an ounce of water and it's 4 p.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even a lick. My mom picked me up and I drank like Coke. There'd be days where I would like drink water, like out of the water fountain, a cup maybe, and a Coke. I live off and of you're, that. And you're playing recess. You're playing basketball. Yeah, I'm running around the whole time. You're eating peanut butter and jellies. No fruit, no veggies. There's no water no in there either. No one's watching me. I'm eating pizza for lunch. <laughs> Dude, I would have I would have cereal for breakfast. I can tell you my lunch every day. Cereal for breakfast. And also, I didn't eat breakfast, but it was almost always cereal. And it's like Captain Crunch, Lucky Charms, <laughs> Frosted Mini Weeks, whole if, milk. If I ate, keep going, keep going, keep going. Whole milk. Yeah. Okay. Go to those, I didn't ever really. Whole milk it. might be your best thing that you actually put in your body for breakfast. Yeah, it was like whole milk or that's fine. One percent, whatever. Two yeah, percent, low fat, whatever. Um, then I would. I don't know. Remember really having snack time? I think I used to get like cheer, curious George gummies. Mm -hmm. Maybe some um, chips ahoy cookies. If those were being passed out yeah. with the lunch snacks, <laughs> oh, or like yeah. there'd be like an orange. I would maybe eat that every once in a while if I was feeling healthy. Lunch. Chocolate milk uh, and pizza every lunch. And it was like pizza and they gave you something else with it. I don't remember. It was, not, it was nothing to bat an eye at. And I buy like a zebra cake. Oh, those hit. Yeah, so I've had milk twice for drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and then That's brutal. TLC would be a snack. Yeah, it's, it's okay. A snack. Dinner, maybe like dinner would be McDonald's. Oh, man. Or mac and cheese. Yeah, that's... that's five, di five days a week. That's tough, man. You would have... I would be death if I did that. I would that. feel... I couldn't get out of bed. You would die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My whole day was dairy. Yeah, actually, that is literally... <laughs> from start to finish. I was going to say it's a supersize me kind of situation Legitimately, going on. day from start to finish was dairy. I woke up with dairy and I ended with dairy. <laughs> that's crazy. I did drink a shit ton of milk, though. When I was growing up, my you brother and I, my brother and I lot, would go through a gap, like two gallons every week of milk. That's just when we're home too. Like that's just a lot. That's just crazy amount of milk. Yeah. It's insane. Right. Um, you know, what's funny when you were telling me all of this, what you're used to eating a day, you know, where it was like one of the moments that really dawned on me when we're like nutrition kind of like mattered a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was after. You were in, it was like summertime. You were over for like three or four days. And all we're doing, all we're yeah. doing is eating fucking fried rice. I mean, the exact same thing you're eating. Bean and cheese burritos, all that stuff. And I think we go to a, a volleyball practice or a tournament, something like that. We're watching, and we, yeah, we're watching a volleyball game and there's a scale on the side. 
I'm, this is a different story. Okay. This is a different story. Uh-huh. I don't know exactly what timeline we're kind of, we're on, but we're just, you know, we're hanging out every day playing video games and shit. And we, there's a box of salad, just leafy greens. Oh, yes. In the fridge. And we proceed. It's like a pound. It's one of those, like, remember? Yes. You're describing it now to salad the, with steak. Yes. We steak, salad, and rice. And we came back, not for more steak, not for more rice. We legitimately grabbed handfuls of it until we depleted the entire thing. It was balsamic vinegar yeah. dressing, and we housed the entire leafy green box. I felt sorry. I, your dad was probably just watching us eat that whole box of signs. Like, he called us out. He's like, He's like what are you guys doing? You guys haven't had a, does, don't know what a vegetable is? Yeah, we had, <laughs> they probably had to go back to the store, buy a full box of fucking salad mix for these savages hey, feeding you know, a whole other son he didn't know he had if i if our kid ever did that i'm, I'm not going to complain about him you know throwing down some salad and you can have all yeah you think that. you just pick your battles right would you ever let's say you have a son mm-hmm. and he has a friend like you or me okay and he's just living at your house okay would you care no you wouldn't care I, no, I don't think so. It would be like you or me. It'd be like a good kid, someone who's personable. Your it's friend not like we him. were living at each other's houses. We would take turns. I mean, it felt like I lived at your house. Yeah, but also we're, we're playing video games all day. Yeah, we're, we're in the in pool, there. video games, pool. We're hanging out. We're feeding one extra person. It's really not that big of a deal, I don't think. I would not be upset. I would be maybe upset for how long they're maybe playing video games for. Now, would I let right. our son play for like eight hours? Eight hours straight? On a summer day? I would say let's... You know, that's tough. Go do something. Then you can play video games for eight hours. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd say, okay, we're all going to go. Like, I'm assuming they're going to be playing sports. Go to the, let's go to like, the driving we're range. We're going to go to the driving range. We're going to go shoot hoops for an hour. And then, then I would... But how great if your dad walked up to you and like, all right, we're all going to go to the driving range. You mean you would have never said no? We would all jump on that 100%. Yeah. Like, but I think it's just the effort of the parent to step in and be like, yeah, they don't know if you're overstepping, whatever, but that would be my one thing. Wow. We played, I do. We heard, we played so much. Like my eyes, like would hurt at like 16, 17 years old. Yeah. We just sat in front 14 of hours. Just I remember. Gaming. Yeah. Wild dude. I didn't even like video games that much. I mean, I liked them. But, like, looking back on it, like before I was hanging out with you, I wouldn't really play games. I'd play it by myself, but I'd have to like, I'd get bored. Yeah, you can't. We couldn't play. You couldn't play for that long. No, but the whole when, when the online thing came, uh-huh. that was everything. That changed the whole gaming world for sure. Right. I would then the online thing came, but I would only play for like an hour or two without like friends online to talk to, until I got friends to talk to online. Yeah. Then it became uh, a real issue. But yeah, yeah. Um, the other story I remember our mm-hmm. our different weights were eating the same thing. We're watching a volleyball game. And I'm like, I've been at your house for four or five days in a row. Yeah. And sleeping, eating, sleeping, eating. I think my mom's on vacation or something or not. Um, <laughs> You're on vacation, but I'm on vacation. <laughs> and we get on the scale. You, you lost weight. Yeah. I think you lost like two or three pounds. Yeah. I was down a couple. And I gained five or six. Yeah. I was like, okay, what he's you're eating as much or more than me. <laughs> same foods. It's the same foods. But I gain weight. <laughs> but you know, then I thought about it and I'm like, you probably, you know, when we did practice, you probably practiced harder than me. And you, you know, when we did Who do knows, things, dude. 
It's Who crazy, knows? right? Who knows? But like, maybe no, knowing all that we know now, maybe your body doesn't do well with white rice and bacon. I think it's, it's fats for me, to be honest. I think yeah. really fatty food doesn't Does that fuck you up. Really fucks me up. Fucks me up too. So. Fatty fatty foods and sugars yeah. are awful for me. Um, I think sugar is awful for everybody. It's basically the white death at this point. Yeah, it really is. It might as well be just be called the new cancer. Like people, Everyone's are, look, people like, are looking at Sugar it. is out. Mm-hmm. And um, and like even like like we were talking about banning like that like sugary crazy sugary candies in California, like everywhere around the world already knows that like the best diets in the world almost have zero sugar. They might yeah. be loaded with sodium and sauces and shit, but the the sugar ingredients they're putting in things, the sweet stuff, is like honey. Yeah, it's like palm sugar. And if you are gonna have. A sweetener, yeah, it's natural or agave, maple syrup, or it's, um, you know, like instead of like a white rice or a white bread, then you're going to like a sourdough bread. Right, where homemade like, sourdough bread. Where exactly. Where like bacteria, isn't it? And it's easier for you to digest and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like if people who have gluten and, gluten allergies in America... Who mm-hmm. are really gluten intolerant will go to Italy and have pasta. It's crazy. And they'll be fine. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. And it's just because they're using the right flour that isn't overprocessed, and they're using like real ingredients. And it's really just the hack right now. I mean, I we, we wanted to talk about this about Instagram because we're going to cover some sports here. Don't you worry, folks. We're, we're getting. Gonna, into we're going to start hitting our topics here. We're talking about Instagram because it was solely, fully has sucked me in, and I'm trying to pull out now from instagram it's um it's got me good right now i'm uh, instead of watching something at night i'm just doing shorts over and over and same. over again same and it uh, makes me angry like i'll blow an hour on shorts like what did i watch why did i why i do that like it doesn't even feel relaxing do you ever get the uh the doom scrolling ads that pop up ones that are like the world's ending like those things it's called like doom scrolling like you're wasting your time when you're just scrolling on your phone learn some 10, 12 minute reads and it like gives you things that you can like actually learn. And I'm like, I've thought about doing something like that. Yeah. But that makes me feel bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's, that, that's what, that's what I'm saying. The guilt fully sits in when that but, happens. When I'm scrolling and I'm watching like, cause was, my Instagram feed will always start with stuff I like that I enjoy watching golf, cooking, video games, mm-hmm. maybe a new like guy I like. And then it'll start getting to things that I know it scares me. <laughs> I'll throw babies in there every once in a while. It'll throw like, um, you know, why you're fat or like, you know, yeah. or <laughs> you're too dumb to make money. They'll like just hit on all my insecurities. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, and then after an hour and a half, I'm like, my heart's racing. You're I'm like, not having fun. You're like, yo, this algorithm just got my number right yeah. here. <laughs> it, so I, it's funny how like Instagram can also teach you about like, health though and i'm learning more about how to buy proper groceries with like reading like you know ingredients and like avoiding oils and sugars heavily processed oils and sugars it Mm -hmm. seems like what everyone's avoiding now and it's pretty not like a fad like don't eat white rice because it has less fiber like okay who cares about the fiber i want the other benefits of the white rice compared to the brown rice right it's the it's the very simple things that it's the quality of ingredients, essentially. Right. 
Yeah, it means a lot. And like, don't buy these because it has like grape seed oil, canola oil, like all those seed oils or whatever. Yeah, it's gonna, it's not like someone's gonna come out tomorrow and be like, no, sugar's fine for you. Like, it's, we've canola been, oil is gonna be good for you, and sugar is good for you. You're good, go back. No way. Right. It's not like brown rice going in and out of style. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sugar is dead, and so is oils. That's all I cook with now. It's olive and avocado. Yeah, those that's, are the two that I have. It. Those are the two that I got. And if avocado goes out of style, then we're all fucked. Yeah, I love avocado oil. Uh, avocado oil is my favorite oil. Yeah, it's great. And the, uh, you know what? Um, it's also got like the super high omega-3s, which are obviously really hard to get as well. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that's great. You just learn a lot of good small information nuggets. It's and great for frying. Yeah, oh my it is. Because so it's like, doesn't it have a smoke point of like 600 degrees? Like that one of the highest smoke points. 550 or something like that. And not only does it have like a neutral taste, it has benefits, and it's just like a crazy high smoke point. So I'm just waiting for the article to come out like, you you know it's going <laughs> to give you a third knee, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know something bad's going to happen to avocado. One it's study too- is going to have one messed up situation. Yeah. It's flying too high in the sun right now, this avocado oil. Yeah. Besides it's just being insanely expensive. It is a little pricey. Which but it's is worth which it. One, again, doesn't make any sense to me. Why is that? I feel like avocados are riddled with fat and oil. Right. Shouldn't avocado oil be one of the most prevalent oils? That makes sense. It's like an actual oil. It's literally, it's like eighty yeah. percent of it is fat. So, like, <laughs> yeah, why? Like, why, why is, is it so, so hard? hard? To- <laughs> yeah. What does take? You know, they just need to actually start taking all of spoiled avocados from all grocery stores. And they're just squeezing them, taking them to a factory, squeezing them, and you're just going to have just liters of this stuff. Yeah. You seems, don't even, it doesn't even be like young avocados. It seems like it'd be a lot harder to get oils out of grapes. Yeah, great. Well, grape seed is not even yeah. like really from grapes. It's like processed. It's like ultra processed or whatever. I don't even know how they land on it, right? I haven't seen grape seed in forever. People the only other oil is canola. And I don't even know what canola is. I think it's, it's off, flour, uh, right? yeah, it's like off like a barley though or something like that. And it's highly processed. Of course it is. It's, it was supposed How do we even get it, it? It was supposed to be for crude oil, like in World War Two. It was like for <laughs> machines and shit like that. Yeah. That's and then they're crazy. like, oh, you know what? It's actually edible. We can actually eat it. And so that's what, that's how we started doing it. It's super, super cheap. You can fact check me on it, but it's, that's the rough. I mean, I'm going with that's it. That's the rough situation. That's why people are like, it's so fucking bad for you because it's you, it's not meant to be consumed. It's not, it's the furthest thing from natural. And people are just shoving this shit in our, in our food. Yeah. It's just all, like it's all, everywhere. all over the place because it's the cheapest thing. Why? And because, you know why? Because then Americans won't want to pay for it. It's not dirt cheap. Not everyone can afford it. Right. Not everyone can do it because everything is expensive. So it's all just a circle. But, you know, I'm cool with <laughs> avocado oil. But let's find the positive here because the Instagram. Silver lining. This, yeah, the Instagram is is great. For At least that I kind know of what to buy now. It's great for that kind of stuff. At least I know like what I'm looking for so I can feel better. You get tips on health. You can get tips on making money, Food, jobs, recipes. Sports, yeah, investments. It's all it's all just uh I need to just get way better at managing my time with it. I think at the end of the night, I think I'm just gonna turn it off. 
at like yeah. nine, ten o'clock at night. I think it just needs to go off it's and just problem. watch Netflix or YouTube to like wind down. It's a problem for me because then you just lose track of time. It keeps your mind way too engaged. Yeah, I just need to watch something. So if I'm overwatching, I could go to sleep. Right. Exactly. Or just pause it. It's fine. Yeah. I just like, yeah, I know. I feel you, dude. I'll even sit down to watch something on TV and I'll be on my phone. Yeah, I do that too. And it's like, what am I, why am I watching? What's why the is point? this on? Right. If I'm just going to sit on my phone. But it's so much more interesting than whatever's on the TV. I am full on selling commercials, dude. I w- was trying to watch the college, the college football playoffs. Which one? Both. That Michigan versus um, not Bama. Ten, Bama was unreal. How good that game was. Yeah, it was insane. I ended up falling asleep for like a quarter of it, but you know what? what are you quarter. Do? Uh, third. Okay. Third. The first two quarters, my God, was it just jungle ball, though. It was great, though. It was fun. It was super entertaining. It's, well, because, yeah, the crowd, the the atmosphere, the pageantry of the whole Rose Bowl was just unreal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you on commercials, buddy. It's, they're tough. They're tough to get through. That's, that's why I end up going on my phone again. There should be a rule after the commercials. I try to. I say that to myself every time. Then I just, I don't see the TV. It's back on and live. And then I'm like looking back up and I'm like, oh shit. There's two plays of football and then it's commercial again. I'm like, all right, well, that was sick. (laughs) Right back to it. Um, Yeah, it's the college football. We can definitely talk about this. Roll right into this here. Um, So much better than pro football. It's so much more entertaining, dude. It's so fun. Like the, so the, fun to watch. The, what it meant to them in the moment, the bands, the chants, the fight songs, the atmosphere, the storytelling between the franchises. Like, <clears throat> Michigan. I, I'm also a big fan of Chris Fowler as well. Yeah, he's good. He's a great commentator. He he gets the full on. You feel the excitement that he's that he's portraying in his voice. He's um. Super knowledgeable as well. Into it all time. Like, you know, game day is great with uh, Pat McAfee on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just awesome in general, though. I mean, I watch anything with Pat McAfee on it. Yeah, now. he's so good. Um, it's It was just such a f- good football game. I don't remember, like, actually being that into a game because I really wanted Michigan to win. Same. Um, Dude, I totally thought they were going to blow it. Right when they had the, the muffed uh, punt. I thought it was going to give the ball over to Alvimer. Yeah, it was done. I thought it was going to be a touchdown actually on that muff punt. Yeah. Once that happened, I, th- I said, they're game over. Can't give Alabama that many chances. And Michigan really tried to throw the fucking game away. They almost did. And they should have, honestly. Multiple times threw that game away. Interceptions, bad plays, fumbles, muff punt after muff punt. Both was, teams muff punts. There was also an interception like on the first play, but the dude stepped out of bounds. It's like, oh my God, we're already starting. We're already in it now. Like the game already got so crazy, so fast. The Washington game versus Texas was just fun to see some the comeback at the end, mm-hmm. the high scoring offense. I do like the Washington quarterback. I know. I really want to draft him in my dynasty league. He looks pretty good. Yeah, people are comparing him to um Lamar right now, which I I mean, it seems a little high praise for me. That's a little iffy for me. Michael Penix is not the most athletic dude. No, he's not. But I think he's, you know, cannon for an arm, very 
doesn't even look like he's really chucking the ball. Yeah, true. I it's, like that. Um, he's very accurate. Throws yeah. a deep ball really well. He threw that deep ball in in stride of that Washington wide receiver. Yeah. That was crazy. That was one of the best throws I've seen in a long time. He's good. College ball. Do you think that the college football board got all four teams right? No. Um, Texas shouldn't have been in it. It should have been Georgia. Yeah. It, or move Bama up, get Georgia in there. However, you got to get Georgia in there. You got to get Georgia in. Yeah. That was the one team that I was telling Katie about because I was filling her in about the whole Florida State being being snubbed, Georgia only losing one game in the last two years. Like, Yeah, they you know, were the reigning national champs. It's pretty crazy to snub them out of it over Texas. <clears throat> and, um, you know, and she was like, what? They did what? I'm like, it doesn't mean anything now because next year it's going to go to 12 teams. But you snub a team, there's always 13, 14, is going to be pissed next year, whatever. <clears throat> But um, I just thought it was kind of crazy that Georgia got kept out. Yeah, that yeah. was a shock. I mean, when they, FSU had, like, so many players um, not dressed for the game. Right. Did they have, and they had they a have bunch like of 20. Hurt, yeah, they had a bunch of hurt people, too. So, like, their whole team wasn't there. But regardless, they, they shouldn't have been in it. They would have never kept up with those big dogs. And I think Texas is a good team. I just don't think it's on the same level as Georgia. Yeah. I think if Georgia matched up with anyone that day, they would have beating them that day yeah i think so too i think georgia looked like a really good football team but that's fine i mean it sucks for them this year but excited for the football college playoff next year um i wanted to briefly you know with nil deals going crazy in football right now mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and people just leaving after a season when they even make the college football playoff or make it to a bowl game and they have a winning record quarterbacks leaving teams like ohio to go to a different organization. Um, I find it uh, pretty ridiculous. And yeah. I know we're un we're treading waters now and we're going the opposite way where all these players should make whatever the hell money they should make because of how long the disparaging of money has been. Mm -hmm. um, I just find it hard as a college program to deal with your player leaving after one year. Happens all the transfer portal is ridiculous. Where's the you're not really going to build much grit. You're really not going to build. You can't, you can't build a culture. Yeah, you can't build a culture. You're and you gotta like as a player, part of wanting to work for something that it's not given to you. Build something in players. Yeah, um, who maybe don't have the athletic edge, but can work towards something and to be, become something later like a or as a unit right you know like maybe this half this right side of the defense is lacking some speed and some strength mm -hmm. but we're going to play everything very very um aggressively shading to the outside funnel everything back to our main middle linebackers and you know all collapse in and work as a unit right it's hard to like organize that yeah. kind of stuff. It's, it's just, hard to organize, like organize the chemistry in basketball, and players are just going all over the place. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to see. I, I'm right. I'm with it, dude. I, I don't. Think I don't players like it. need to. If you're a freshman coming in, and you know, like a like a quarterback, it'd be good for you not to play right off the bat because you're watching the senior work and his offense, what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes coming into a situation too fresh and too new, which happens all the time in the NFL level can ruin your career. 
And maybe this guy goes and he transfers because he's supposed to be a freshman, freshman phenom. And he's like, okay, well, I'm not playing at Nebraska. I got to go play at Washington. He gets into a Washington system that, you know. It's not for him. Not for him. He might be making a buttload of money. Maybe he doesn't vibe well with the coach. Then he's got to go again. And then, like, what NFL team's like, oh, this one guy who stayed with this one college the whole time has the same stats as this guy who bounced around to eight different colleges, five different colleges, four different colleges. Yeah. Is he going to have the same buy-in? Like, is he still going to, like, is he want to, we want to build something here. And he can't just yeah. leave. Yeah. You know, I think once you sign your freshman contract, I think you should have to stay two years. Yeah, you should be locked in for, for whatever X year, amount of contract that is, right. right? It should be all freshman year and all sophomore year. If now we're talking about business, no colleges want to go in to invest in a kid who is not going to invest in the team and their school. So the only fair thing is you have to play at our program for two years. Yeah, I'm with it. So they can play freshman year and sophomore year. Hopefully you have enough winning record or enough momentum to convince them to stay. And junior, and once you sign your next contract going into your junior year, another two-year contract, yeah. junior and senior year, you have to finish it out. For sure, buddy. I, I think that's a great resolution because I can't stand it either. I was watching uh, the Pat McAfee show last yeah. week, and Chip Kelly was being interviewed, which is the head coach of UCLA football and they were asking him a bunch about the transfer portal because their season was ending people right. were entering the the um you know the transfer portal and he flat out was like yeah that is a that is one of the biggest parts of the game right now we just live and die off the tran off the transfer portal it's just not what college football needs it's not what these young men need and women um in sports I, I get it. Get your money. Like you can have a good freshman and sophomore year, sign a good enough contract. Let's say you sign a contract for six hundred thousand dollars. That's more than any eighteen-year-old kid needs. To oh my god, you're set up for life. If you get six hundred thousand dollars as a freshman, you put that into a four hundred one k. That's a lot of money for a very long time, or whatever. A savings, investing, however you want right. to do it. You do that for two years. Right, you barely spend any money. You're making hope. Hopefully, you say about close to a million dollars. You use a hundred thousand dollars a year, whatever. Then you you blew up a bit. Your name's a lot more popular. Now you're gonna sign a slightly bigger contract. You sign. You can sign a slightly bigger contract with the same team. And if they're not willing to pay you, then you can go. And that's on the college because they should have either seen the investment worth it. They should have maybe promised you some things. I want you to be able to get sponsorships still outside of the game, but once you sign a, with a college for money, two years minimum. Mm -hmm. it, but if you're not signed for money, I don't care. Go where you want. Sure. Try to find money. Sure. But once you sign the dollar line for cash, not sponsorships, like let's say Caleb Williams gets money from Toyota or whatever, that's fine. He can do whatever he wants with that. But once you sign with the college, I think you need to stay. I'm with it, dude. It's just it's annoying. Because the transfer portal is not good for the game. It's not good for the boys, like you said. I and mean, it's just hard. It just it almost seemed when Chip was answering all those questions from the Pat McAfee show, he almost seemed a little deflated. You know what like I mean? They didn't really want to coach football. 
like college football, like pro football. This is like pro football. And a lot of yeah. these coaches don't want to get in that level of talking about money and these things. A lot of college coaches love it because they're building something. And it's their team and the way they want to run it. And they have their of hands course. in it. Because they're also, there. what's the point of recruiting then? Right? You're just like, okay, this is my system. If you want to be here, great. I think they'll figure it out. I think that has to happen. I think it's going to happen sooner than later. Just because it's just, I want kids to make their money. I want people to sign contracts. I want them to be able to get outside sponsorships from the school. And that should be whatever amount of money they want. They should be able to go in and outside of sponsorships of the school. But for playing purposes, if you really can't play there and you really can't do it, then you just can say, I'm out and sit out a year mm -hmm. and red shirt. And then you can go red shirt at your other team for a year, but you can't play. Yeah, there is a that's an NCAA rule, I, I believe, already. Yeah, yeah. they just sued the recently. The really? board, the NCAA board, some because, of, because of money and, and basketball. And yeah, it was some basketball player. I watched it on the Pat McAfee show. Oh. I don't remember the exact details, but um, basically was transferring. And uh, the reason for transferring, you write a letter and they're supposed to approve it basically without question because of it, whatever you write. And they denied it. They sued them for like unlawful business practice. Okay. And they won. Wow. So, because it's not really anywhere in the rules. And it's very like uh, soft, the rules behind I it. I gotcha. Okay. But it should, that should be the rule. Transfer. If you want to transfer because you hate your program that much and you're a freshman, you see no possible chance of you making any money there further. You don't care about the money. You just want to play ball and it's not right for you. That's fine. Transfer. Use your red shirt your sophomore year. Then you sign your new contract junior, senior year. Yeah. And if you want to do another one, you get another super senior contract. So I think they're going to have to play it more like a business. Is this um, the first year with NIL money? Uh, real deals or, happening. Uh, or second year? I think the second. Okay. First year was Colorado. I think by like year Caleb. four. Four or five, there'll be there'll be some more stuff. just won't take the risk. They'll be fine with paying people a lot more people less money who are willing to commit to their program yeah. for two years. Or they'll just get big endorsements. Fine. Yeah, like we'll help you get. You can sign with us. It might be less money, but we're sponsored by Toyota. Blank, blank, blank. You're going to be one of our star promoters. You're going to yeah. get a car from us, and we'll and they're going to pay you four hundred thousand dollars. A you know, yeah. A and you're like, that sounds great. Yeah. I can't imagine getting paid for it at 19, 18 years old to go play to go play volleyball. Are you kidding me? If someone gave me give me a car eighty eighty thousand dollars as a freshman. Oh my god, that's like one forty right now. Right. That'd be way too much money. I would blow through that cash so fast. So fast. Your head would spin. I'm getting a new car. Yeah. We're de we're definitely having and renting a nice house. Oh, uh, we're we're in somewhere nice. Way too nice. The TVs, PCs, new golf clubs, country club membership. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. it's not like three hundred thousand dollars. No, I mean, I would find like a shitty country club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hundred percent. We go go sign yeah. up for a garbage country club. I just, I wonder if I just had a thought where I was like, I wonder if what if I would do college way differently if there was nil money when I was playing. 
Yeah, I don't know what the NIL money would look like for a volleyball player, but let's say it's Crab and he has a way bigger fall. Let's say a social media star comes into the volleyball scene. Let's say you were a social media star. Mm -hmm. You came into a college program and you brought 5.5 million followers. Holy cow, 5.5 million? Yeah, you're jacked. You're showing your abs off. You're doing your TikTok dances. You can cook. You play volleyball. God damn. Let's say you bring in 5.5 million views. Every time you point, like all across all platforms, followers. Oh, okay. I would say the college would have to pay you, but since yeah, it's such a low sport, they would get some sort of they would get some sort of endorsement. You're still getting, you know, followers and eyes on the product. They had to go. They had to go talk to your their sponsors. That's what. Um, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. But like, how would that's Co- what, how would Coach Knight actually pay you? That's what. Well, was it, maybe I don't fully understand it. I thought the money was coming from something else, like a company. No, the college, um, from what I understand, you pay, like the college pays you and you are able to get sponsorships. But out. the money is coming from Nike or whatever, let's say. I think it's coming from the college. Really? I think so. The programs. Oh, interesting. Like wherever the Football college. I program think Mason makes. right now is getting paid as a player in college. Really? Yeah. How much is he making? I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. He's got thousands of followers and he does endorsements. Mason who? Mason Briggs. Okay. On Long Beach is a libero. Plays on our national team, our like youth national team. I don't. I don't remember him. Do I know him? He wasn't there when I was playing. Okay. He's he's there now. How's this the Long Beach volleyball team? They're good. They're like top four. Okay. Yeah, solid. Lost in like semi yeah, like last year. To who Hawaii or something? I can't remember. My memory is just, you know, that shot. crap. Yeah, it's, it's the COVID shot. We're going to run through a couple topics here. We're going to wrap this thing up. Wrap through it. So talking about money. Wrap through it. Run through it, baby. Shohei Otani signing the biggest contract in pro sports. $700 million over 10 years. The contract breaks down in many different ways, but $700 million at the end of the year. Wild, dude. Wild. Too it's, much money. It's wild. It's way too much. I don't know I don't know how they're going to get their value back for that. It's way too much. I'm sure they will, because if you go to Angel Stadium, half of the sponsors at Angel Stadium are all because of Shohei. Yeah. I know, dude. And like the way that they're doing it right now, they restructured his contract one so that he's going to get, I think it's like $680 million on year 10. And he's going to like avoid paying like a large sum of taxes because he's doing that and deferring his contract. And because they also don't have to pay him all that money. Now they have all this cap space to do whatever they want with it. So that's why they got that other Japanese pitcher. You hear about that guy that they signed yeah. for like three hundred and fifty million? That's pretty smart. And Shohei, Shohei's like, I want to win. Yeah, that so. shows he's like, like I don't care. Pay two and two and like two million dollars. I'm getting paid fifty million dollars for my own sponsorships. Like I'm gonna have plenty of money to live off of. Right. Do whatever you, you guys want, do. and but I want to win. If I come here, you got to get this person and this person. That's essentially probably what he did. Angels suck, man. There was no chance we were ever going to keep that dude. There was a zero percent probability that guy was coming back. I don't want to. I don't even want to be a Dodgers fan. But like, eh, I, I'm done with the Angels. 
they just are tra- like the owner is <laughs> tragic. <laughs> it's I know. It's if you had to give me season tickets to the Ducks games or the Angel games, I'd I'm take going Ducks. Ducks. I'm going Ducks all day, baby. Yeah, all day, every day. Um, it's congrats to Shohei. I don't think you're worth the money. I'm calling it now. I don't it's think a lot you're worth seven hundred million dollars. Even, you don't lot. even know if you're going to pitch again. He's not pitching next year. Yeah, he's not pitching next year. You don't. And I think it's his second Tommy John. How many people come back from two Tommy Johns? I don't know, dude. They do these surgeries now where it's just it's magic. I know. Or you get your Achilles or stapled back yeah. walking in. <laughs> right. Um, uh, I, I did see this like breakdown where he was making like I was like sixteen hundred dollars every minute. I mean I mean something like that. Like if you if he were to get paid seven hundred million over ten years, he's getting paid like sixteen hundred dollars like a minute. Good for him, huh? It's just like what? So basically, want to message him on Instagram and like, bro, just throw me a penny. <laughs> Can you throw me a just yeah, a penny for you? A yeah. penny for you is legitimately like a hundred grand. Yeah, just like help. You would change if you just start passing on money. How much money you change people's lives? If those guys just start throwing like, can you imagine just hit up Shohei Otani like, bro, I can use like a, I can use a cool hundred thousand. Like, I got you. Throw yeah. it to you. So you want you take your one time offer, you know. I, if I'm ever rich, like it's a if I'm ever rich like that, so it hits me up, and I really they really need the money, I'm just gonna give it to them. Yeah, you would pay. You would do like the uh, fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine, which is like the max amount of money you can donate as a gift to someone without them or you paying taxes on it. Yeah, that's probably what you would have to do. Or I just do pay the taxes. You could do that too. You just say I'm not rich. Who cares? I'll take an extra. I'll take a forty grand hit on 40, this hundred thousand dollars. Right. I'll give you one hundred forty thousand dollars. Um, I mean, Dodgers are going to be the team to beat next year. Angels. I don't think they can sign anybody. Just trade Trout at this point too. Just like get it. Yeah. Just wipe wipe for the his, building for his sake. Honestly, for the man's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yo, let him go to the Dodgers. Let him go play Shohei. Let him go have fun. Uh, I'm, you know, the angels just blow. Um, another, I mean, funny enough, another man who signed a, a historically large contract was John Rom to live. Um, we've got a very, very tasty 2024 season ahead of us. And it's not the good kind of tasty, what we were hoping for, because we were talking about having the PGA tour against the live and all the talks and the drama. We're like, we're fucking over it, dude. We're over it. We're right. We're right back into the thick of it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about it? Well, they extended the talks, which I enjoyed. They, cause they had a deadline. They, if terms were agreed to by a certain deadline, then lives just live and PGA tours, PGA tour, but they're being able to extend talks. So that's okay. good. Meaning they're actually talking. Um, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I don't still, I yeah, don't want to go a season without watching. I could care. I mean, John Rom was never my favorite player. It was fun to watch him cook. Like, I don't want to go another season without Camp Smith. Yeah. I liked Camp Smith. Like, I don't want to go another season without like Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Like, I don't like Brooks Kepka, but at least he's fun to cheer against. And when he's cooking, it, it's fun golf to watch. Yeah, because he kind of gets into that like heater mindset where like he's just DJ, locked in. Yeah, you're right. Like he just locks in and, and he goes for the dub. DJ and I'm uh, good on DJ though. Yeah, now I am. But back back then, DJ was fun to watch. Yeah, Matt Wolf. 
I used to love watching Matt Wolf. Yeah. Um, there's some really good young players out there too. I could care less about Bryson DeChambeau. Um, oh, I can't stand him. I mean, most of the players I don't really want to see. So it's not like the end of the world for me, but just... It's the hearing about it constantly. I'm just so over it, man. Cool. They always try to be like, oh, it's for the betterment of golf. Just stop saying it. It's not. It's clearly not for the betterment of golf. It's for the money. Just it's say just, it's for the money. Just say they were paying me an ungodly amount of money to do less work, and I took the job. And Boom. good for you, man. Good. Good. Great. But don't try to lie to me and say it's... Blah, 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 blah. But also at the same time, I don't know. It's so hard because I, my brain says I would take the money too. But I also am not a millionaire already. Someone, also someone not, offered me like $250,000 a year to do a little, little, bit, little bit less work than what I'm currently doing right now. Yeah, I'd take it. But you're also not someone who makes over $100,000 already. You know, Yeah, it's not life-changing. It's no longer life-changing money. Right. Like I get it, I get it. Like you know, at that level, it's not right. He was made. He's probably worth before this contract. He was probably worth like seventy, hundred million. I I mean, I assume maybe a little less than that. But like, that's a lot of money. That's generational wealth. Generation after generational wealth, where people don't have to worry about money anymore for you. Yeah, and you just sign for another like huge check of that. It means like, yeah, I get it. But like, your life is. So, you know, I got to think about my kids. Like, I don't think your kids are worried about $400, $500 million or whatever you got paid. Put that thing in a trust, dude. Like, you could give your out. kids five and invested it, and they would have never had to worry about money again. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm over talking about it. I'm just excited for the year that's going to be now gearing up. Um, let's see if uh, Scotty Scheffler can continue his unbelievable ball striking. I would love to see that. The Sony Open's coming up here. Um, which is a fun one to watch. Um, some people I would love to see turn around this year would be Colin Morikawa. Uh, I'd love to see more of him. Uh, I think this is going to be a good year for him. Sky Scheffler and uh, Homa. This could be his breakout, official breakout year. Yeah, he won like four times last year, dude. I mean, that is true. That's great. That is great. <laughs> that is great. I Three? would, I, I would say. That's on par for, I guess so, on par I for would, what he should be doing. I would love, yeah, I, I agree. He he should be winning about two to four times right now because he's playing well. Maybe just another repeat year. Yeah. If he repeats, that's he's having some, he's playing he some looked, great golf. He looked great on the Ryder Cup, so I'm hoping he can just continue that. I would love to see maybe Rory win the Masters. Mm. Jordan Spieth. Coming to, back. To complete the Grand Slam. Yep. Same with Rory or Ricky just to win his first major. Oh, hopefully he's still playing good golf. Went back to Butch Harmon. Um, he looked great, dude. He looked great. He's right there. I think he, if he keeps playing the way he is playing, I think he's going to be doing all right. He might, he might grab that first W for a major. So anyways, I would, I would love to see that. So instead of the live and PGA tour controversy, those are some of the things I would, that I'm maybe looking forward to seeing. That'd be pretty cool. Speculating a little bit. Um, last little thing here. We'll get out of here. Michigan or Washington. Who do you have? What, what was that? Michigan, Michigan or Washington. Who do you have? Oh, for the finals. For the college football Sorry. Finals. I think it's, I think it's Michigan. I think it's Michigan all the way. It's. I don't really think it's 
it's going to be close-ish. My guess would be like probably at a four and a half point favorite to Michigan. I don't know where that line is at, but that would be my guess. Yeah, I watched for the line. Um, I just think their offensive line and mainly their defensive line mm-hmm. for Michigan. Their running backs insane. Their running backs great. Mm-hmm. Their lines great. They have one of the best quarterbacks in college football right now. Even though he looked a little rattled, he's he's just looks like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Just overall, just very very solid. And you know, if you have solid lines, it's just you're just a really hard team to beat because you're just going to be that much better on every play. Yeah, it's um, I watched Washington play Oregon a couple times in USC. Um, all three of those games gave those people issues, and I feel like. They're having issues issues from Oregon and USC at, at points. Um, Michigan is going to trample them. I don't think they're ready for the size and speed of what Michigan's going to throw out there. Um, Texas was one of the weaker teams. I think if Washington would have played Michigan and um, Texas or Georgia, or mm-hmm. they mean not Texas, but Georgia, they would have gotten trampled. I agree. So there we yeah. go. There's another episode. You got anything for the people before we get out of here, buddy? No, it feels good to be back, man. It's uh, it's it's nice. A good little refresher. Um, more good things on the way here. And, uh, yeah, you know, New Year's resolutions. Hope you all achieve them very well. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. We're on all major platforms. And uh, Comment down below. It's going to make it on YouTube, baby. Ooh. Comment down below. Like. Wish your boy luck. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. It might not be on Friday, but it will be uploaded at some point Um, because we're in the cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging.